Welcome to the Art of Slowing Down to Quantum Leap podcast that I created especially for conscious introvert entrepreneurs. And if you desire to grow and quantum scale without the hustle and are ready to discover the missing pieces to effortlessly running a solar line business, then this is for you. And I'm your host, Annalena Fuchs, a human design and energetic alignment coach. And my mission with this podcast is to provide you with a shortcut to your most aligned path to success and financial freedom using a powerful combination of human design, science, and spirituality. And I myself have shifted from working nine to five to now enjoying the freedom of creating things on my own terms. And I want to help you do the same. to another episode of the Art of Slowing Down to Quantum Leap podcast. I am so excited to be here as always. It's Annalena here and today I have the pleasure to have the amazing Debbie Levering with me and she is a level four quantum human design specialist, a certified Akashic healer, also a body mind coach who is helping her clients tap into their highest potential by defining and releasing their blocks, both through the Akasha and also human design, and then getting clarity and tools on how to be their best selves. And Debbie is a 5-1 emotional authority manifesting generator, talking a little bit about human design here. And she enjoys working especially with women who have the sense that there is something bigger and more here on this planet and who are really tired of putting themselves on the back burner and having been put into a box for way too long and who are really ready to release the fear of being their authentic self. So if that doesn't sound juicy, I don't know what does, but Debbie, welcome, welcome. I'm so excited to Hi, have you. Hi, Annalena. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes. So Again, welcome. And so we will diving, we will dive into the wisdom of the Akashic records today. And of course, also in conjunction with human design. So what brought you to human design and in particular the Akashic records? Wow. Um, actually, what brought me to human design, I think, you know how they say human design finds you. Mm -hmm. And I think every step of my life, if I look back, of course, hindsight, right? But every step that I've taken in alignment when I wasn't kind of like fighting and struggling and battling and, and forcing things, every step and every decision I've made um, has brought me to the point where human design came onto my path. And that for me was a couple of years ago when I was doing the body-mind coaching training and part of that curriculum or part of what we had to do was run our human design chart. And I had no idea what it was. And then also we didn't do much with it. Besides that, we ran our charts. We had like a one hour coach like session online about what it meant. But um, at that time, I didn't really get it. You know what it's like, you feel like, oh, what's all this? And, and it wasn't until, you know, of course we were kind of like forced to to stop everything a year and a half ago now, is it? And uh, two years ago almost, uh, where I really decided to um, 
to look into it again. And um, I ended up training with Karen Curry Parker, who has the quantum human design um, language um, with it. So it's, it speaks more to, you know, this is where I'm at and how can we reframe that and how can we express ourselves um, optimally mm. uh, in our energy. Beautiful. And then from there, taking steps back, like really like slowing down, <laughs> which is what it's all about. That's when, um, and also as part of like a, a, a personal healing journey that I had to uh, do, um, the Akashic Records came onto my path and I really started tapping into that and knowing, you know, as you know, I'm a 5-1 profile. Uh, so I am all about learning and, and diving deep into material and um you know, foundational as well, but also to guide other people's other people forward with, you know, my resources. Um, so yeah, that's when I started doing some some playing around with uh, tapping into the Akashic Records, and uh, eventually did a training. And now I help people um, identify their blocks for people and uh, and clearing. Um, so that they can, you know, move forward, being released of a lot of energy that they're not aware of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So thank you. So I'm curious, and especially also for the listeners, what are the Akashic Records? Because that's especially in the world of spirituality and coaching, it has become a very popular thing. Like, oh, mm -hmm. just read your Akashic Records. So what 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 is it really? And how can it help you? So... To keep it really simple, because now we're getting a little bit into the woo, right? But Akashic Records is really, um, people describe it as a library. So it is kind of like a library or, like a, or a filing cabinet where all your experiences over your lifetime um, are stored, past experiences, current experiences. So your all your souls, you know, previous lifetimes, every experience is, is logged and kept in there and, and, and also future lifetimes. So tapping into that, which is something that we can all do, we can all learn to do. It isn't for the, you know, for the sages anymore. It's really something that we all have access to, but we need to really slow down and uh, go deep within to do that. Um, so doing that and, and tapping into someone's Akashic records or your own Akashic records, like you, you need, um, for someone else, you need permission, right? So I ask people permission. And so then basically what, what happens and, and people experience it differently. Some people can hear things, some people can see things. Sometimes you just feel it um, and you can get messages come through. So how I work is I work with a protocol. So I run somebody, I run the protocol for someone and uh, I really go into identifying, okay, uh, are there any soul contracts? Are there any contracts with other souls that you've perpetuated, that you've made, that are now holding you back? Is there trauma wounding? Um, are there negative thought forms that may have originated in a past life um, or in a current life as well, in your current life? Uh, are there any collective negative thought forms affecting you? So there's a whole bunch of things that I look into. Um, and of course, past life stuff. If you think about you know, doing human design readings as well, and people coming up on blocks and, and being out of balance somewhere, often it's easy to say, okay, I reckon this comes from, you know, when I was 10, this and this happened, or I was bullied at school or whatever. But 
if it's a past life thing, it's very, it's impossible almost to identify for yourself. Mm. People struggle, like, why am I blocked here? Why am I not being able to move forward? And uh, doing this work allows me to tap into people's Akashic records, identify the blocks, and then do a clearing. So, I, so that's kind of the work there. So it's really, it's your, yeah, it's, it's a collection of all your experiences over a, a timeline that spans all, all lifetimes that you've already experienced. Yeah, no, thank you for explaining that. And, and I think to make this really practical, like in terms of like, who is it for, right? It, would you say that, you know, because I guess if my listeners, they tend to be into spirituality and mm -hmm. like higher levels of consciousness and um, creating really a sustainable world we live in and, and the woo-woo, like you say, right? Um, so, and the deep inner healing work is something that we do, right? So if we do all the deep healing work and we, we clear all the blocks and we clear all the limiting beliefs, like you say, from going back our childhood and going back to those memories and when we were bullied and et cetera, et cetera. Now, if doing all of that consistently, right, still you feel like there's, there's something that I, I just cannot explain. There's, there's something there. Mm -hmm. Is that a place where you'd say like, now let's let's maybe look at your Akashic records to go beyond this lifetime and see if there's something that is so far away from your realm of consciousness. Exactly, because this this is this is work on a different level. This is like a sort of like I call it next level healing. We're working mm. on a consciousness level. We're working in the fifth dimensional plane, and um, and you know our current reality is third dimensional. Right. So it's a whole different level. So when I do the clearings as well, we 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 I do it. It's almost like if you if you're familiar with distant Reiki, we do it. You know, it's an energetic work that we do across space and time without having the person there. And yes, I this is definitely for the person who is ready to uh, to level up, to upgrade their team of guides, to um, just to recalibrate their soul. Mm if if that makes sense and it and it's it's not for everyone um and it requires work like it's not just me doing my part i require the clients that um book this with me that they have the responsibility as well to do the clearing for themselves or after the clearing they they get a decree a customized decree that they have to read for 21 days to really anchor in that new energy like to anchor in the new laws basically mm. um yeah and I'm, I'm really happy to share because I did have the honor to be one of Debbie's clients yes. because I, I, I was called on my own personal healing journey. And like you say, right, we have to be ready for it. It's the same with mm -hmm. human design. If you're not ready for it, it's not going to do much. And through my healing journey at some point, I also I was called like hey, it's it's time now for me to dive into my Akashic records. And it's also, I kept seeing the words, so I, I saw it online and my sacred kept responding to it. And so I did have the experience with Dabby. And first of all, I can highly recommend it. Um, so I did have this distant healing session with you. I still remember I never had an experience like that because I literally, I was laying on my couch And I mean, I, I, I gave you permission. I set the intention to fully receive anything that is serving me and that I'm ready to release. And I think I passed out for like an hour and a half. And mm -hmm. that is very unusual for me. So it was definitely 
a very unique and special experience. And then, yes, like you said, I think I did for 21 days or 30 days or something like that. I did the, um, the clearing decree. And I, I remember I was really committed. I was really committed. I did it. There was a non-negotiable for me, right? Because I guess if I, I, if I wouldn't have taken it seriously myself and be like, eh, whatever she did it for me, like I took on that responsibility. I wanted that whatever there was, whatever past lifetime contracts I had, whatever, and, and I don't even remember all that there was, but I do remember whatever you shared with me, what came up when you did the, the reading, you know, when you went into my Akashic records, it just sounded true. And that's that's all I can say. When you were saying some things from my past lives, uh, I think I was a healer and I got punished for something, right? And and that's something that's holding me back in this, in this life. And when you were just mentioning it, I was like, uh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, right? And, yeah. and it gave me this sense of relief that, you know, I'm not crazy making these things up because, you know, there was something there that I just could not explain. And you just, you gave me that clarity, like, hey, this is that. And it's like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm ready to let that go. And it, it, I feel like since we had this, which, which really was a major event. Um, and of course, it's, it's a combination of everything. Like you say, we got to be ready for it. And it's at the right time. Divine timing really plays into that. But really since then, I have really experienced a major shift in how just how I feel, some other things that came up for me to process and to be released right after it, that that definitely came up for me. But I was ready to process that at the time. And now I feel like I'm taking off. I mean, my podcast is out. Here we are. And, you know. Yeah. So, so many exciting things come out. And that's the thing, like, so we unconsciously run so many programs and that's what I check for. And I, I do, I remember the, the story. So when I tap into some of these records and I kind of like feel for the story to come through, in your case, it was true, you were a healer uh, and then you were persecuted, was it persecuted? You were persecuted. I believe so, yeah. Yeah, and I think that was the program that was running persecution, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. And um, for me as well, when I, I get stories come through, and I was like, "Wow, okay, this is interesting," but I'm just going to relay the message, right? And then the people that I do the clearing, the readings for, it starts with a, read, a voice recorded reading, right, that you receive, and then the clearing. Um, it just makes sense to the people, even if it's the, the wackiest story for me. It's like, all right, I'm just going to you know, I'm just going to tell them <laughs> what came up. And for everyone, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And for you, I want to say it was persecution or something along those lines. And what happens is unconsciously this program is running um, and you're not aware of it. And this is what's blocking you. This is what's standing in the way. And um, the, the biggest message I get from the, the, the people that have worked with me is, that there's a sense of calm, like peace mm. and calm, and being able to to really let go of certain things that have um, that had really affected people beforehand. Um, yeah, there's it's, it, there, there is so much juice in this, but yes, you have to be ready and you have to do your part. Like I, I only work with people who are willing to to commit to doing their bit it's not for me and especially with the five one profile like you know it's it's a lot of people project onto me that I'm going to mm -hmm. fix them and this yeah. is not me fixing you I have a tool 
and I am there to do my bits and then the rest is up to you. And along the way, I'll, I'm there for questions. And um, um, so yeah, it's really, really powerful stuff. And uh, yeah, I love it. It's amazing. Oh, it's, it's, it really is incredible. And I did, since I experienced it myself, I, I'm just amazed. And even for, in my business, you know, because with human design, it's all about um, following your authority and your strategy, right? And we have times where we're like, ah, we don't trust ourselves. We get back into the head, right? And I personally, when I, when I am in a place of like, where I get too much into my head, which once in a while still happens, right? Yeah. I what grounds me the most is to have an Akashic record reading where I can just because it, it reaffirms what I already know, but I, I just need to hear it and it gives me that that sense of clarity. And that for mm -hmm. me does so much more than you know trying to figure it out in the head or try to work more or do more or hustle more. It's just it's really about no, take a step back, slow down and tune into your truth and that's what the akashic records does right so it's it's so powerful and and i i love it that you know because like you were saying like you you tap into i give you permission to tap into my records <laughs> and i find it sometimes easier to have somebody else do it for me that i give permission because you know it's it's still a challenge sometimes like oh was this now really that divine guidance or mm -hmm. was this my my ego or this part of me that's that's still stuck in fears and things like that right yeah. and you you are more unattached as the facilitator as the coach right mm -hmm. and you just trust that first message that comes through even though you say it, sometimes it just doesn't make any sense or it sounds like a crazy story but mm -hmm. i think you have learned that everybody always tells you like yeah it makes a lot of sense right mm -hmm. yeah it, it resonates with people and that's that's mm. the beauty of it so yeah it's like you said when you um it, it's a really process of as 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 the person as me doing this to let go of that to really be unattached to whatever comes through and not trying to analyze it like you know why am i receiving this or what, what is this supposed to mean like i don't it's not up to me to know or to understand and uh, very often for the person receiving the reading as well it's they you know they can't necessarily um this stuff you can never figure out but it does land it does make sense in a way that how it's currently affecting them mm -hmm. so, yeah. yeah no I, I love that i love that so much and one of the things that I wanted to share is that because, you know, being a coach, being in the coaching industry, because I have I have sometimes worked with coaches in the past where it was like this. Oh, just change your mind or change your thought or just make up your mind and just decide you have it mm -hmm. and it's yours. Right. And for some reason, for me, and it seems to work for some. Right. Mm -hmm. For me, it has never worked. And, and I believe that's that's my truth for me and Alina right which may be different for other people um because of those really deeply rooted lifetimes back contracts or vows we have made even like poverty vows right I also remember from another mm -hmm. re reading I had I had made poverty vows and things like that yeah. and you know and, and you do all the work and yeah you 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 can force your mind you convince your mind for a little bit to like but if if that subconscious which is your 95 to 99 percent or what it, what is it right it's mm -hmm. so deeply rooted that's for, for in my case going into the akashic records felt like the right thing and what i really want to bring across here for the listeners as well like you know we are all different we are unique we we have 
different past lives. We have different stories. We have a different uh, karma to to live here in this lifetime, right? And mm-hmm. different challenges that come our way. Yeah. And for some people, certain things work, like they just do the mindset stuff and they just decide and they're going to have it all and it works for them and it may work for a few others. But if that's not the case for you, do not get discouraged. And you, when you follow your human design, and in our case, we are both manifesting generators, we have this, this sequel, which is guiding us, right? This, this, we just know what we are meant, where we're meant to go. And, and you will know intuitively, trust yourself. What is that modality? What is that tool for you that will help you remove these yeah we call them blocks right or whatever mm-hmm. that is like invisible stuff energetic stuff that is somehow um, holding us back and we can't explain why and if and what and that doesn't even matter but if you feel pulled or if you're listening right now you know and in your body and your heart and your soul you just feel really like oh wow like a cosmic records that that really like it resonates with you i i invite you to check it out go into deeper and if that's debbie working you working with debbie or somebody else like you you will know it in your heart if this is something um that is meant to be for you yeah and i think for me it was it's like recognition like human design as well Mm. it's almost a hmm okay this is what i've uh, always kind of known was there um and known but not known if you know what I mean but now that it's in front of you like oh yes this this was this is what I was looking for I just Mm. didn't know what it was or I couldn't put a name to it Mm. and uh, yeah absolutely it has to resonate and it's deep work and it's like I said it's it's work on a different level and um it's changing your vibration like I said it's it's an energetic up leveling of your of your soul's journey and and your uh, your Akashic records, and everyone has their own, you know, everyone has Akashic records. Like you can do the work yourself. There's great ways online where you can start doing meditations, like on YouTube. There's many people that offer meditations to start tapping into it. There's some books about it, but you really have to find your own way, and also have to find your own teacher if you're ready to um, to explore getting certified. Um, I, you know, I, I, it took me a while to find someone and, uh, I always encourage people to do their own research to find who, who resonates for them. And, and that is following for us, uh, you know, for our, for us, our sacral, um, things to respond to obviously. And, uh, it has to be a good, a good match and it has to feel good and it has to resonate, uh, with anything in life really, but yeah. I love it. I love it. Now, since, you know, this is all about slowing down, like how has slowing down, and and you already mentioned a little bit, like, you know, when the pandemic started, we all were forced to slow down, right? And that actually brought you deeper into human design, deeper into the Akashic Records. But something like the Akashic Records, for example, is it even possible to fully dive into the wisdom of the Akashic Records when you do not consciously slow down? Or how does slowing down play a part in that you have to you have to you have to find at least the space and the time and your own way uh, to tap into them but you you know you can't be doing it while you're you know making dinner and 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 looking after people taking care of people you really have to be in your own space 
I do like my stuff in the chair back here or, or in my office, but when I really tap into people's soul story, I sit on that chair and I have, it's dark and you have to go inward. And to do that, you have to make sure that there's no distractions and you, you do, you have to slow down and make sure there's nothing on your mind, like all the things that you needed to do that they're done. So I really have to carve out that time and that space um, and also have the ability to, to calm down your mind enough to be able to tap into that, mm-hmm. into the Akashic records. So it's, it's double, it's calming your, out, your outer environment and calming your inner environment. So would you say that you have been able to really tap into this gift that you have to tap into the Akashic Records through your own deep inner healing journey, which which led to you having a more peaceful, more calm mind and state of being? Yes, um, it's that. It's it's finding that that space for yourself, carving out that space and time for yourself. And it's also it's practice. Mm-hmm. Tapping into the Akashic records and learning how to read them and 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 to really uh, identify how they present themselves to you is 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 practice. It's practice and patience and calm and not having that monkey mind in the moment that you're trying to get there, <laughs> which is which is a big thing. But yeah, practice absolutely and and not doubting yourself. Like really. I think that was the biggest thing as well is is really learning to trust that when you're in when you're tapped into the Akashic records to trust that what comes through is is what needs to come through and that then mm. that's that's the truth of the story. Mm. Yeah, I love that. And especially letting, letting go of ego. Yeah, yeah. So especially as coaches, right? It's all about habit change. So also that the Akashic records is basically a habit that you build through consistently practicing it and mm-hmm. and allowing yourself to trust it even though your mind was telling you like well this cannot be true right mm-hmm. but you keep keep it up and do it again and again it's like when kids start to learn to walk right they're gonna yeah. fall a hundred times and they're gonna do it again and again and eventually we we become we become masterful it reminds me of the um gate 58 we are actually i think as we're recording this we're we're still in that energy actually Mm -hmm. today um so it's the joy of mastery right Mm -hmm. and which is really this like enjoying the journey you know without having because we never arrive anyways but it's really enjoy becoming masterful of this and yeah like you say it's it's i always go to back to the how do you build up that biceps right you go to the gym and not just one time that's not how it works you're gonna go again and again and again and you gotta rest and slow down and right. you know listen to your body and over time it's that consistency which would really is required to become masterful at anything so Absolutely. Absolutely. i love it so much um and then since you you have brought this now both together right human design and the akashic records and i know from a previous conversation we had you called it like it's like the cosmic power package so how can you dive a little bit into that the the like the synergy that comes when you put human design and the akashic records together yeah so the cause the cosmic healing power package yeah so so basically human design readings um quantum human design readings really allow people to receive an interpretation inter- 
interpretation, <laughs> difficult word, um, of their chart. Like it's very easy to run your chart online and then you'll see it and you'll think, what on earth am I looking at? And there's, you know, you can find so much information online, but to really put it all together, to really weave the story together in a language that that is understandable and with the tools for you to, to know how to move forward and really tap into um, the, the, the upper energies of the chart, um, it, requires, it requires a reading. And it's like I said before, you know, I, I can look at a chart and say, well, this is some, this is the energy that you, um, you know, you need to be aware of. Uh, this is something that this is a lesson that you might have had to learn, you know, when you were younger, growing up, all that kind of stuff, as you know, as well. But not everything is is um, understandable. Not everything is palpable. Not everything is explainable. And that's when when the Akashic comes in. So if you combine the two of them, you know, you, people do the reading. They have a reading with me, they receive the tools. And then I also have something called the trilogy where we do three, you know, your reading split up uh, into three sessions. So you go, you know, you get the foundational reading, then you go a little bit deeper a few weeks later. And um, so it's like a real deep dive. But when you combine that with an Akashic healing session, and I do several, I have two uh, ones that I do. I have the, the, like I said before, the soul blocks. Um, and then there's also the ancestral uh, healing and, um, and karmic debt, which is a separate uh, healing modality. But combining all of those really allows you as a person to dive into the chart as you have received the information um, for your energies, but then also to receive the clearing of the stuff that you can't tap into for yourself. That may also be holding you back from expressing your um your energetic blueprint, your human design chart at, at its utmost, if that makes sense. Yeah. So what I, what I hear you say is basically that the human design itself is this confirmation of who you really are, right? Mm -hmm. And give you this reflection back to, yeah, you can trust yourself. Because I remember when I first learned about my human design, I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh, I knew yeah. it. And mm -hmm. damn it, I should have trusted myself. <laughs> And and of course I'm different. I want to be different, right? It's this this big aha moment, and I always say it's like, whoa! I I was ready to meet myself. It's a moment of truth. It's a relief. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh, it's safe to be me finally, mm -hmm. right? And um, yeah. not not like like we were saying in the beginning, not like trying to fit into a box of the shoulds and how society mm -hmm. wants us to be, right? Yeah. Um, or what we think uh, is the perfect way of being right which which is does not really exist anyways and it really shows you like how you are unique and how you're supposed to be different and how you are this uh, how current karen says it's like once in a lifetime cosmic event right so mm -hmm. and that in itself is just so empowering and then the akashic records is basically you know those things that do not allow us to really fully embrace the true essence of who you are right have the courage to set the boundaries you want to say to say yes to the things you want to say yes to right without the people pleasing and going for the things that your heart is calling for despite the fears that may come up right that's the conditioning and the Akashic records really help to clear those deeply rooted energetic blocks that may be holding mm -hmm. you back so in essence it really can accelerate 
um, the process of you stepping into your your high self and live that life that you know you're yearning for in your heart and you really desire and deserve. I love that. Yeah, the life that you're yearning for, absolutely. And um, yeah, and for me, I, I, you know, I kind of have bumped. I've had many bumps in the road, and uh, and but every bump has led me to reconnect with my design even though at the time I didn't know that I had a design I had I didn't know I had an energetic blueprint chart to live by uh, and also it's it's taken me a long time and this is conditioning as well um to embrace the woo like I am I'm very I'm very grounded and 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 but I'm also spiritual and I'm woo-woo yeah, yeah. and yeah I, I, there's plenty more out there and it's okay like you could like I admit to the woo we now to the woo because um once you embrace it that's where you can really step into connecting to things like the Akashic records mm. and, uh, yeah so as a overall it's such an amazing powerful uh, healing package yeah and you know what I, I recently actually I started to call it it's the grounded woo <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah fun. I love, I love that. Um, and you were talking a little bit about some of your own challenges. Would, would you like to share with the listeners what was your biggest life-changing moment, the biggest challenge, like a story you would maybe like to share that oh kind of woke goodness. you up? Yes. Um, that was in my late 20s when I went through a really, really huge depression. And actually, there's a story um about it there's there's a link to it in my um link tree on instagram but there's an article that came out in uh, karen's uh, online magazine called a cosmic kick in the butt so if you have your chart at hand and if you're around the age of 30 check out your um your saturn return um for me that was um doing a lot for other people working in a job that really did not make me happy, uh, living in a country that didn't make me happy, uh, having relationships that didn't make me happy, um, really losing myself in, on, in every aspect. Then something happened in the family. Uh, we, we lost someone in a very, uh, very harsh way. Um, and I just spiraled into this, into this really depression, that huge depression that lasted almost two years. And it was until... I just knew something had to change, like something had to change because I otherwise I wasn't going to survive. And um, I had a doctor who he was very happy to just prescribe me all kinds of medication. So I was a zombie for a long period of that time. And, and uh, you know, I was happy to just um, to numb myself with drugs, uh, prescription drugs. And eventually it was either it was either that or just not be here anymore or either get out or just be, you know, be done with it. And um, I need a change. And it was then when I it was when I decided to give up my, you know, everything, my job, my home, my country um, and really started. I just moved. I just went away and um, started new somewhere else. And that's when things really started falling into place. For me uh, when I eventually had a job uh, traveling uh, which was lovely for my open G it was so yummy mm -hmm. and exploring the world and and when I first realized that this is where I, this is what makes me happy and I, I see that so much around me as well people are just so 
they kind of know what they want to do, but they're afraid to do it mm-hmm. because it's safer to be the person that, you know, they have been created to be by, by through conditioning. Yeah. So, so you basically had the courage to leave behind those circumstances that really led to the depression itself, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the trigger was the death in the family. Um, mm. But obviously there was a lot more, you know, stuff before that, that I needed to do a lot of healing on as well. But it was really finding myself in, in that deep when I was at the, the, the lowest of my lowest, when I really found myself. And and looking back now, I realized that that was the kick in the butt right the cosmic it was mm. Saturn. all right you need to realign like you need to do a 180 and start facing your destiny your destiny and your purpose again because you're way off course uh, and that's what happens so so the only way there is the is through it right through the fear feeling it and doing it anyways feeling it and doing it yep and um for me there was there was a there was only one way and that was up um mm. so not everyone has to go that far and, and not everyone is going to feel, um, you know, a, a, a cosmic event that heavily. If, if people are aligned, um, they're aligned, right? If they're in the right place where they're supposed to be. But if you're not, you're, you're going to feel it. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a great reminder. So basically when we live out of alignment, we're not at the right place. The universe is giving us that cosmic bump. A butt butt kick in the butt <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah. and basically and, and that's how I have come also to always see challenges now right it's like mm-hmm. when we don't follow what our heart is calling for or our sacral in that case right where we, we we don't do the things that we know our soul is yearning for so much and we play small we hold back we compromise the universe is like hey honey you're living below your potential i'm gonna wake you up a little bit right so that's like shake it up shake it up and then we gotta we gotta take action and move so thank you so much for for sharing the story it's um it's so inspiring and also i hope really encouraging for anybody that's listening you know because when you feel really low and you may feel like you know everything the odds are against you and anything right I mean, anything is possible when you go back and, and listen to your heart, right? And of course, call in the support that you need to um, help you to get out of that as well. Absolutely. So, yeah. Debbie, thank you so much. Is there like a final, um, some words of wisdom or final quote, anything that comes to your mind that, you know, you would you would love to leave the listener with? You know, I just kind of what you said well the, the, the quote that I do love and you already said it before is is Karen's like we're all a once in a lifetime cosmic event and that means that uh, you're unique you are your own person and you deserve to be your own person at at your highest expression and like you said you don't have to play small and if you're feeling that there is something more it is not as hard to course correct as you might think it is you just need to have the right tools and um and human design is an amazing one and akashic healing is another amazing one as well as the work that you do annalena by the way don't uh, thank <laughs> you, you. <laughs> yes. yeah well, well we could talk for hours about all of this right yeah i'll, I'll do another episode on all of that as well so thank you so much debbie for for being here for sharing your wisdom about your journey, about the Akashic Records, about human design. I I so appreciate you. Thank you. So much. Bye. Bye, everybody.
Thank you for listening to this episode. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, then please subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes. And if you also know someone that you know in your heart could benefit from listening to this podcast, then I invite you to please share and help me reach more conscious leaders so we together can create global impact. I truly appreciate you and see you next time.